Yeet and good day, everyone. Hello, and welcome back to the Different Normal Podcast, which was actually rated a 9 out of 10 by Ron Burgundy, who said, this was the best darn podcast I've ever listened to. I remember him saying that. Yeah. yeah. That definitely He actually happened. said that to our face. Yeah. Wow. Thanks, Ron. That's an absolutely phenomenal review. Thank you for that. Um, we are the self-proclaimed podcast guys, um, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Nathaniel. How's it going? And that's it. Um, we don't have anyone else here on the show. Um, we also have Andrew. I still really want a sandwich. He always wants a sandwich. And as always, I'm JT. So, for today... Sorry, did you just say your name was JT? That is that is correct. Oh, okay. okay. I'm thinking of rebranding myself since my middle... My, <laughs> my <laughs> middle name. I'm sorry, my middle name starts with a T. And you my know first he said name today? starts with a J. He said today, he was like, I'm going to talk to Mark about the mic stand. That's what he meant to say. Oh. But he actually said, I'm going to talk to Mike about the mark stand. <laughs> yes, it was. Wow, of, that's hilarious. It, it was, Comedy gold. Honestly, it, really it was, was one of my finer moments. It really was. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yes. Anyway, so today is um, kind of uh, different for Andrew especially because Andrew just got home um, from, <laughs> from, a, uh, from a vacation. Um, was it a, a vacation? Small, a small it vacation. was more of a visit to my family for my grandfather's birthday. Ah, sounds like a vacation. Why don't you tell us about that? Um, I went to Indiana. Indiana? In- Indiana. Uh-huh. It's not Indiana, it's not India. It's actually, uh, right in between the two. Indianapolis. No, straight in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Ah, uh, that's, that's where, uh, Malaysia Flight 307. Yes, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I piloted that actually. Oh, oh okay. You Glad know, to see you back. But, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was my grandfather's birthday and my mom's birthday was just a couple days prior, so we went to celebrate both their birthdays, kind of uh, conjoined. Cool. Yeah. Speaking of birthdays, Jacob, it's your birthday tomorrow, isn't it? That is correct. That is oh correct. Oh my gosh. Yes. Well, actually, it'll be my birthday a couple of days ago, probably, by the time this comes out. But, yeah, you don't need to make faces, Nathaniel. That's not very gentleman-like. Um, well, who said he was a gentleman? Or make those lewd hand gestures, please. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> yeah, that is true. It is my birthday tomorrow. Um, as we're recording this, but <laughs> but by the time this is this this is uh, on this air, is, uh, it'll, that, that, this, this, it'll this probably is, be passed, uh, that. unless Nathaniel gets this out by tonight, which... He's not that special. He's pretty special, but he's not that special. Um, yeah, they put him in the special needs program. I would say that's pretty special. Homeschooling, Ac- am I right? <laughs> Homeschooling, yeah. Actually, it's called gifted and talented. T- t- <laughs> Sorry, still in beginner. You're only proving us right. Um, <clears throat> anyway, yeah, tomorrow's my birthday, so pretty excited for that. It's not going to be a huge deal. I'm not going to like go around telling people or whatever. Cause, well, you kind of just did. Yeah, all our well, shut up. fan bases. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, you know um, all ten of them. Shut up. Typically... I might um, post something like on my Snapchat story or whatever, just saying like, um, "Oh boy, turned um, 12 today" or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> As you, know, you do. My my feet grew grew a size. Oh. Um, sometimes. It's uh, really just a coming of age when your <coughs> feet grow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you go up in a shoe size. Yep. You're finally in the men's section, not the boys' section. I know Jake has been in the boys' section all his life. Okay, but honestly, that's because I'm a I'm a boy. When when girls feet don't grow and they're like size six kids their shoes are like 25 bucks well yeah because they're basically for dolls honestly like and they're they're i mean men's shoes like i wear size 14 those get expensive but uh 
yeah, basically tomorrow's my birthday. Looking forward to it. It's gonna be gonna be a good time. Got some nice clothes from Old Navy. Um, wearing some brand new shoes. Andrew just took his off for some reason, um, and hoisted them above the table. Uh, but yeah, so um, anything you need to add about your trip, Andrew, and for interest mm. or public knowledge? Um, I did go to the Children's Museum in Indianapolis. I've heard that three I've and been... under were f- are free there. Did you get in free? Uh, unfortunately not. No, um, I was able to pass for three and under two weeks ago, right. but um, two days right. ago, it's the beard. that's a no-go, right. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is the beard. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's too bushy, you know. When it goes down to your neck... <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't done well. Where else do beards go? <laughs> that wasn't <clears throat> You did not say that well. Um... Excuse me. Yeah, so the you Children's Museum, excuse, yeah. what, ha- what happened? I've there? been there before. It's pretty cool. In, yeah, it's in a, Indiana? Uh, in Indianapolis. No, I thought it was you in the probably, middle of the ocean. You, no, you probably went to the one in Chicago. No, see, no, we, we, we took a plane from the middle uh, of the ocean, yep, from Indiana yep, yep, to Indiana. Indianapolis. Yep. So you hopped on Malaysia. And I already then, made the joke. Exactly, yes. I already made the joke. That's what I was just repeating it as a callback for viewers. <laughs> uh, they're not viewers, they're listeners. That's two for two. One more strike, and that's a dunk. <laughs> In our definitely existent dunk tank, right over here to my right. Sports. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so what happened at the museum? Uh, so yeah, I have not been to the Children's Museum in quite some time uh, since I lived in the area. Um, so it was kind of interesting to be back there again. I'm significantly taller now than I was last time I was there, so everything when he was looked a, a lot fetus. smaller. Yeah. Yes, when I was a fetus. There's a museum, a children's museum in Kankakee, and so my mom, music Is that major, a real place? Yes, it is. Kankakee. That, no, Kankakee. Kankakee. I'm pretty sure you just made that up. It's like I mean, Stankakee. Not going to lie. We, we played them in our division. and Aren't they like our rivals or something? Well, they're Other not anymore. Morris. Our last division. And my one of my past girlfriends was like, not going to lie. I had to Google that to find out if it was a real place or not. So, yeah. That's a good meme. Anyway, my mom, she would play for this festival once a year. And it was like two blocks away from this children's museum. So, my mom would play. And then we'd go to the children's museum. And that, that museum was awesome. It had, like, this castle you could climb around in. It was pretty cool. Anyway, one year, the, the festival stopped, and we, we didn't go for, like, three or four or five or six or a couple or seven years. And then we went back, and I was like, you know, I don't even know how I'd fit in this, much less enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Did you have a similar experience like that? It was very similar, except the one in Indianapolis, though it is a kid's museum, like a children's museum, it doesn't have, like, a lot of the super interactive things that I think a lot of other ones have. Like, it feels more like a museum whose exhibits are more geared towards kids. Like a children's museum. Well, yes, but, like, I was talking to other people, and I guess a lot of children's museums have, like, playgrounds and other kind of stuff inside that you can mess around with while still learning. And the one in Indianapolis doesn't necessarily have anything like that. But they did have a new um, ancient Greek exhibit, which was actually pretty cool. Is the one interesting thing that I enjoyed there. Because everything else I've seen before. Yeah. Um, and I then think, I finally um, figured out how the water clock right in the main lobby works. That's really cool, actually. It's really tall. I think at the museum I went to, used to go to, um, they had a lot of PVC pipe all connecting. And then you could add on pieces, but they had wind blowing through all of it. And so uh-huh. then you could, end up, you could stick a pom-pom in 
and like it would send it and shoot it up and do all sorts of stuff like that. It was, yeah, it was pretty yeah. cool. There was this place I used to go to all the time <coughs> in Michigan when I used to live there as a even smaller child. It was called uh, Greenfield Village and um, the Henry Ford Museum. Michigan is that is that a place? I'm pretty sure you just made that up. Yeah, I made it up. Yeah. Um, but these are real places. Uh-huh. But it's pretty cool. Uh, Greenfield Village was like um, a colonial times recreationary or recreationary. Have you ever been to Dutch Village? No. Have you? Where? Uh, I think it's in Michigan. Oh, really? No, I... Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> no, that imaginary world <laughs> that inside our That place doesn't exist. I don't even think the Dutch exist. I'm going to keep talking about this, though. That's fine. Go ahead. Uh, so Greenfield Village was like a... Recreation of a colonial village, yeah, and they had Dutch village we got, we got like in that Holland, nearby. Michigan. We, we have neighbor settlement that's really close. Yeah, Cantigny. I mean, yeah, it would <laughs> be really colonial. similar. But like, they had like you absolute moron. Don't talk to Andrew that way. That's World War One. Anyway, what? <laughs> they had a whole lot of shops there and okay. actors playing parts. Like there was, I remember there was a glass blowing. Was store. there Ben Franklin? <laughs> they were gonna cut that. On every 4th of July, they would have a really, really cool fireworks display. Were you there for the 4th? Uh, I was not there this 4th. No, this was back when I was a child. I stayed at home for the 4th this year. Oh, okay. Watched all the illegal fireworks going off in my neighborhood. So you must have left literally like the day after, right? I did. I left. Yeah, yeah I left oh, Friday. Oh, yeah. Right. You did leave on Friday. Yeah, yeah I think you left Friday. I right? left Friday afternoon Friday. and got back this afternoon. Uh, so we got for about two, two days. But they would set off really cool fireworks shows timed um, with 1812 Overture. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they would fire the fireworks out of actual cannons, too. Really? Yeah. It was really cool. So it was super loud, really cool looking. And then they'd have, like, an orchestra, and they had a a band playing. And then they also had, like, you know those bicycles with the massive front wheel and the really, really tiny back wheel? Yeah, yeah. But they're, like, 10 feet tall. Uh They had those. And like before all the fireworks, they one time one year had a baseball game, but like baseball back then with no gloves. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff. They're whipping the baseball at each other's bare hands, and it was pretty cool to see. And in the museum, I had a whole bunch of cool stuff to see. There's planes, trains, and automobiles. automobiles. Oh, there we go. Yeah, and they even had a wind tunnel <laughs> for paper airplanes. Yes, we had one of those at the museum I was at. Um, it's really cool stuff. Going back to fireworks. The best fireworks I've ever seen um, were, I think it was a Star Wars themed White Sox night. Right, Ooh. yeah. Uh, actually, our other co-host, John, he invited me to go with him. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Good times. <clears throat> Although, of course, I wasn't there, so I wouldn't know. But. And anyway, at the end of the game, um, it was like a 15-minute choreographed Star Wars um, fireworks display. So it was all time yeah. to the music. <clears throat> Lots of cool stuff. Um, and then, of course, uh, Disney's Fantasmic Fireworks Show, which yeah, amazing. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoy fireworks. They can be dangerous. They can burn some stuff down. Lose some fingers. Lose some fingers when you have an M80 and you're holding it. But I have seen a video of a man with a firecracker up his butt. <laughs> um, those are always entertaining to watch because <laughs> human suffering is the... Funniest thing. Pinnacle of comedy. Yeah, it really is. That's why all the videos that score high Shut up, on Andrew. America's um, Funniest Home Videos are <laughs> the people, people getting, getting hurt. hurt. For real. Yeah. Or you gross know. babies. Yeah. Do you say gross babies? Gross babies. Babies aren't gross, dude. <laughs> they are when they do gross things. You know, dude, so we have, awesome. we have VBS this week, and I've been at Harvest all day setting up, but we have a room that's, we call it the diaper room, and it has three trash cans 
and you just go in there and you throw all the diapers for the week. I don't know why they can't take them to the the dumpster, dumpster. but where is this? Uh, room one hundred two. Oh really? And oh, so I go in that room sometimes. Wait, is that just for VBS? Just or? for VBS. Okay. Oh, that's nasty, and dude. I didn't need to know all that. the diapers. Just <clears> throw <throat> in that trash can and then they close the door. So I'm never walking back there again. Nope, we're not. No wonder it smelled like feet. That was after the I know lock in. I I understand that. Anyway. Um, Jacob, you also were on a trip recently, I believe. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I took about, give or take, 10 days. I never actually um, thought it out, really, but I believe it was around 10 days or so. Um, my family and I went... What uh, day did you leave? <clears throat> uh, oof. Um, I think we left on a Thursday. The Thursday? Yeah. Of last week. Thursday or Friday. So it was it was around it was around a week maybe uh, maybe a day more. Um, <clears throat> it was nine and a half or, days. Okay, so just about ten days. So ten, give or take. Um, uh, which doesn't really matter anyway. But um, the the focus of our trip was Boston, but it really I I'll refer to it more as um, our East Coast trip mm-hmm. um, because we just we went everywhere um, and uh, as. Uh, as we were doing this, I recorded specifically for the use of this podcast. Um, I recorded uh, a list of um, highlights from the trip to touch on. Um, I think there's about eleven of them, so uh, I'm, I'll run through them and I'll explain stuff to you guys. And then, obviously, feel free to jump in with questions and stuff because I'd love to answer questions about it. Because it was a did you reach the end of the world? It's a great question. As everyone knows, the world is flat. And I know the East Coast is very close it's to It's right the up by the world. east, mm-hmm. like the coast of it. It's right by the edge. Yeah, didn't do that, no. We no? did not visit Why not? we did not visit the end of the world museum. No. Oh, I know okay. it was a huge I didn't um, know there was a museum. It was a huge I just thing. thought it was a you know. <clears throat> no, there's a museum. Like right like, like Niagara right Falls. Ah oh, yes. That's that's what night. Were you at Niagara Falls? Yeah, um, actually, that's that's the first thing. So, so as that we is were, the end of the world. As oh. we were as we were driving to Massachusetts, we bless you. Thank you. Um, we stuck along the uh, Great Lakes, um, and of course, um, on one of the edges of the Great Lakes um, is the end of the world. Very north is Niagara actually, Falls. Actually, that's where Nessie is. Ah, <clears throat> uh, my apologies. Yeah, that's to Scotland, all my the... dude. No. Okay. It's the Lake um, Michigan monster. Shut up. So we went to Niagara Falls. Um, I rode the Maid of the Mist. It was really pretty. It was beautiful. Like, you know, uh, it was actually shorter than I expected. Shorter. Can you not whistle? Um, like, yeah, the, the falls were shorter than I expected. Um, oh, you fell? No. Uh, did you trip? No. Or did someone push you? In the or? media, they portray Niagara Falls as being really tall. But it's, Wait, it's, but it's, why did it's Niagara really fall? Because, because she, she got hit by a bus. bus. <laughs> um, as I did see, I saw some native Canadians. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. in their natural they're, habitat. Yeah, they're quite elusive. That's yes. quite a feat. Yeah, yeah we we, we crossed over yeah, to the pictures. Canadian side. Is that legal? I, yes, it's legal. Well, okay, I'm passport? not. I'm not. No, we didn't need a passport. I'm not. Oh. I'm not actually sure where. If only it's that easy <clears> for Mexicans. I'm not actually sure where the dividing line is with uh, the Canadians and Americans, um, but we probably on the border. We passed some, we passed some boats um, with uh, Canadians in them, which was funny. Uh, they were actually very rude. Hey. They, they did not wave. 
oh. at me, which I was waving at them. How did, how did you know they were Canadians? Could you hear them say A <clears throat> across the harbor? No, we knew they were Canadians because all of the American ponchos were blue and all the Canadian ponchos were red, oh. which was actually hilarious because you would see an entire boat full of just like red ponchos um, traveling past you. That's actually um, kind of cool. Yeah, Sounds no, like it, communism to me. It was really cool. I believe. Except communism doesn't allow blue. Uh, no, what, I, no, the red. No, the red. Yeah, the red. I'm pretty oh, sure well, Canada yes. is a communist party. No, yeah, they I are. Think. Yeah. The maple leaf is a very common and known symbol of communism. Yeah, yeah, okay. Just right up there with the swastika and the USSR. Okay. The hammer and sickle? Yeah. Hammer and sickle is basically maple leaf. Yeah, like if you take it and you turn it, it it's pretty much the same like, thing. Like, maple leaves are basically nature's hammers and sickles. And... I mean, either way you look at it, it, it just depends on the orientation. But uh-huh. honestly, And if you put the hammer and sickle uh, like, sideways, like the then, sickle upward and the hammer sideways, and then you take it's the a swastika. stars. It, oh, that's true. But if you take the stars, it kind of makes the maple leaf, too. Mm-hmm. A word from our sponsors. So we you legitimately just got sponsored by the Communist Party. Yeah, Mussolini, come on the show. We'd like to talk to you. We'd love to talk to you. No, no, um, no. He's a fascist, not a communist. So he wears lots of clothes. No, that's a fashionist. Okay, so that was literally part one of 11. Took that long, so thank you guys. Shut up. Anytime. Um, hey, uh, at least it'll be an hour hey, long this time. It's not your time. It's our time. Our time. It's communist. Because communism. communism. Anyway. Um, okay, so I think I say anyway too much. It's kind of like my segment. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. So, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so, then we traveled into East Boston. Um, we... Was there West Boston <laughs> happening this year? You know. It's too soon. <laughs> It'll always be too soon. Well, see, little known fact, West Boston was actually completely blown off <laughs> of the rest of Boston during the marathon. Ah, so and see, West Boston is actually now floated out into the Atlantic. I see, I mm-hmm. see. That makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. So you went to, where? not west? East. 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 Well, Very similar to East Germany. Ah, I see. <laughs> okay, um, I gotta be honest. The past five minutes of this podcast, my brain cells have literally been hanging themselves, and I could hear their screams. Anyway, um, I just said it again. I really gotta stop. Um, so we actually had an Airbnb, which ah, an I, Airbnb. I, I, I an didn't, Airbnb. I didn't you know, know, I've actually seen a potato, a <laughs> a massive potato in Idaho. I, I've seen this into too. an Airbnb. It's, it's Airbnb. gigantic. It's Air- like what? 20 feet long. And oh, you guys are being serious. Yeah. Yeah. It got hollowed out and turned into an, an actual yeah. potato. Yeah. It's amazing. It's that, ma- that thing's got a rot. You can't. No, they, no, they like you they put sealant it. and everything. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. Speaking of potatoes, well, didn't you no. receive a potato in the okay. mail can recently? We, can, As a we birthday this, gift? can we do this like, later? No, we're talking about potatoes right okay. now. Did you come home to a yeah, package or something? I came home to a package um, from our friend Natalie, and you guys suck. Uh, and it had a potato in it for my birthday. And wasn't there something on that potato? Like words yeah, there was, or a picture there was or something? A, there was a message that said... Um, Happy birthday! Please don't kill me. What, Moving wasn't on. There's something else on the other side of the potato, like a picture of yeah, someone. There, actually, there was. Oh, um, 
there's a picture of Andrew stark naked, so I get to enjoy that for the rest of my life. Um, so this is the first time I've ever experienced an Airbnb. It's like it's a it's like a hotel if somebody like rented out their house as a hotel, basically. Um, so we stayed in these random people's uh, house. It probably wasn't their oh, actual house. It, it sounds like the Underground Railroad. I was trying to escape from slavery. Ah. Um, yeah, so uh, I didn't know Airbnb was this international. Um, but yes, it because is. you went to other countries. Boston is quite international. Well, I've heard, no, I've heard like other countries talking about it. Ah, like West Boston. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> so it turns out East Boston is an extremely Latino neighborhood. Ah, um, so you fit in quite well. So, yes, I myself am probably 0.1%. Mexican. <laughs> Speaking of Mexicans. Oh, so, I was homeschooled. That's, you know, I'm a little special. But um, I took Spanish when I was two. Ah, and Spanish. So, I was at this graduation party for my friend uh, recently. And most of their family is Mexican. And so, I was, you know, trying to be nice. Anyway. You weren't trying to speak in Spanish, were you? I was. Oh, dude. And so, I, I could do, like... No, uh, you can do C and taco. That's literally your like extent. C, hey. Muy That's all you need taco. to say. Well, yeah, that means very. You just Mucho said very gracias, good. azul, albano. Thank you, thank blue, yeah. bathroom. You just thanked the blue bathroom. Well, I mean, uh, the TARDIS. Uh, yes, but <laughs> um, anyway, they had good tacos. So as other, they do, but of anyway, course they did. Today she sent me. It was a uh, Saturday Night Live skit of a uh, a Spanish tutor. So. <gasps> Long story short, I'm half Mexican now. Oh. Okay. Um, PS, that was a really long story. So, also speaking about Mexicans, one of my friends told me as I was promoting our podcast that he was most likely going to listen to our podcast while high. Oh, um, so that's just stereotypical of Mexicans? No, it? no, shut up, no. Well, you said speaking of Mexicans, I'm and not, then you said your friend. It's, well, it's because he's Mexican. Yeah, so, so you're reminded, stereotyping. It reminded me. No, Mexicans. he he told me that he was going to listen. Editing to do. He told me he was going to listen to our podcast. Hi. Anyway, um, I'm not going to drop his name because um, that's private. But like, um, turn up to my Mexican homies. Juan. It's not Juan. Um, <clears throat> Jose. It's not. It's not Ricardo. Jose. It is Ricardo. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So part Ramiro. three. All right, I'm just gonna talk through these now. Angel. You guys aren't allowed to ask questions anymore. Sanchez. These were the shortest Jesus. ones, and we spent a really long time doing this. All right. Number three. I went to Mystic Seaport in Connecticut. I went on boats and stuff. I single-handedly raised a whaling boat over the side with my bare hands. Oh. So obviously, I'm pretty much Superman because that thing's like 600 pounds. Oh. Um, I rode the subway, um, oh, a subway, which I typically don't, they but have good sandwiches. it felt like an episode of Black Mirror because everyone was looking at their phones and no one was talking. It was dead silent except for the noise of the train. Well, yes, as you uncultured just... swine who's never ridden a subway before well, does it was not just, know, it was just still nobody like a... pays attention on subways. I, I know that. Unless it you was see still a wake up saxophone point, battles. You know? On a New York that subway across so the train. Good. That, I love that. Or on the train. Or the celloist and violinist who were doing a battle with music across the tracks. As the trains are passing. As the trains are passing. That's pretty cool. That sounds New pretty York. Good. Yeah. 
All right. Great place. Um, yeah, I hours. saw. I, I went on the Freedom Trail in Boston. I saw the gravestones of Paul Revere, John Hancock, and Sam Adams. Um, I had the literal best burger I've ever eaten at the <laughs> oldest running tavern in America. I believe uh, it was on the Freedom Trail. I believe it's called the Bell in Hand Tavern. Why is it still running? Because it didn't start walking. <laughs> Yeah, um, I met this awesome dude named Nico playing violin off the side of the Freedom Trail. <clears throat> he gave me a rundown of basically his entire life, uh, playing the violin and how he uh, and how happy he is that he went rogue. Uh, he's super talented. He's lived in like forty different cities performing and stuff, and he's um, performed on open mic stages around the world. He bought a retire, um, or he's about to retire, and uh, buy fifty acres of land and turn it into a retreat for what he called "quote unquote" cool people. Um, Honestly, might have been a little high. I'm not sure. Sounds um, like it. <clears throat> but I mean, but nevertheless, he had he had some really good um, uh, really good uh, advice to give to me as a violin player. And Nico, if you ever um, happen to listen to this for some reason, um, I love you, man. All right, uh, we went on a whale boat. Did you catch any whales? We did not catch any whales. Did you Our- whale on any whales? <laughs> <laughs> that was the most lung cancer laugh I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so we yeah we went on a whale watching cruise. Um, well, it wasn't a cruise, but it was really cool. Um, because uh, we f- we found a group of three humpback whales that we followed for a long time. Pod um, of humpback whales. Okay, I'm sorry. A pod of humpback whales. Um, one of them, one of them, his name was Chromosome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making that up. Um, the lady that was talking on the boat was able to like identify two of them. One of them was Spoon. The other one was Chromosome. Um, and I decided to name the other one Fork. Uh, one of these whales actually went right under the bow of the boat where I was. So I was standing in like the very tip of the boat um, where that's like suspended over the water. So one of the whales went right under. So we got to see this entire massive whale just go like right along the surface under a boat. Maybe it was Chromosome trying to get back to you. You know, cause you don't have any. You know, props to you. I'm honestly, I like I'm. If I didn't have any, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be able to function. Um, okay. Uh, I spent the Fourth of July um, in Bar Harbor, Maine, which is supposedly uh, the number one um, Fourth of July celebration. Not my favorite harbor in the entire country. You know what my favorite harbor is? What? Oh, oh man, Pearl, Pearl Harbor. Harbor. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So, and the celebration isn't rated number one in the nation just because of their fireworks, but that that includes, like, the parade and, like, the town and stuff. Bar Harbor's, like, its own little island and stuff. Just so you know, like, the old saying, an eye for an eye or a tooth for a tooth. And then it went to, during Avengers Infinity War, it was uh, soul for a soul for the soul stone. Um, oh, yes. I don't know. I think of, I think I like a new one. Um, just Fourth of July, patriotic. I kind of like uh, two cities for a harbor. I hiked some trails on the East Coast. Um, I went to Acadia uh, National Park. If anyone has been there and knows where that is, shout out to you guys. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I went, like, on the direct East Coast, like, on the final rocks of the land down there at the shore. The end of the world. Basically, yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. when I looked out, it was just the ocean. That was it. You know, if, if I had... And s- the end of the world. Yeah, of course. You know, I could see the foam where, like, the waterfall was at the end, you know, yeah. where it's oh. just dropping off into space. I don't know where the earth is producing all this water, but it is. So. Uh, it's recycled. Yeah, That's, so... It is recycled. What actually okay. happens so, yeah. when, when it goes off the side of the earth, then, like, 
it it's just in space and it's floating, but then it's just past your viewpoint because of like how the sun hits the it's weird. Oh, but okay. it actually yeah. just like kind of just is floating in space yeah. until it catches the nearest like wind and it just blows it right back into the clouds. It's no. actually kind of weird. Like weather is weird, and that's why it's so unpredictable mm-hmm. because the wind in space, like there's so much wind in space that it's yeah. hard to measure. Uh huh. And sometimes to help out the wind, these gigantic pterodactyl-like birds. I believe it's pronounced pterodactyl. Actually, you're right because they're out in space. So the pterodactyl birds, they what? suck up the water <clears throat> and then fly to the middle of the earth. You know, it's a square. Yeah. It's right, right to the middle. Yeah. They deposit it in the fountain of youth. Uh, oh, it's that's, right yeah, there. Exactly. And, and then from there, it seeps into, into the, the ground, ground into the underground water systems, exactly, exactly. and then it comes back where it needs to go. <clears throat> Can I tell you guys something? No. Um, and then <laughs> finally, <laughs> number 11 on my list... I got uh, emotionally traumatized for the rest of my life. So oh, I, found, I thought I found you already a, were. I found a crab. Well, multiple things. You know, from your dad. I found, I found a crab. I found a live crab just sitting there on the shore. I named him Eugene. Um, and then literally I walked away from him and 10 minutes later, well, okay, a few minutes later, a seagull comes down and lands pretty close to him. So I'm like, shoo, bird, and it flies away. Um, you know, so I, I scare it off with my voice because was I, it one of the, the big Eugene. pterodactyl birds? <clears throat> no, it was. A, I said it was a seagull. I'm just making you, sure. You, you moron. It was dark. You just said you it could have been a pterodactyl bird. I said it was a seagull. You you dull idiot. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so after that, I wasn't paying attention for a while. I walked away. I turn around. Surprise! surprise. What? Surprise! Surprise! About what? You, you weren't paying, paying attention? attention. Shut up. Um. I walk away, and um. I turn around. And there's a seagull extremely close to Eugene. And I'm like, hello? And the seagull picks him up, kills him, and starts <laughs> literally tearing into it with its beak. Um, and I literally stand there like 50 feet away, absolutely traumatized, because this crab that I named, loved, and raised, and probably gave birth to, um, was getting absolutely ripped apart by the seagull. So I actually screamed. I was like, Eugene! But, yeah. Was it in like slow motion as you're like yeah, sprinting they, through the sand? Yeah, they Eugene and the seagulls just like <laughs> just, mm, they mm. um actually I did hear God playing chariots of fire as I ran slow mo across the oh. beach. Except this time it wasn't good. So I went over there, I grabbed um the seagull around its neck, I twisted its head all the way around, and then it said, Don't touch me there and I was like, My bad dude, and I let him go. Oh. Did yeah. but did was you it his no square? It, it was a no-no triangle, actually. Yeah, because oh. the necks are a triangle. Yep. Right, mm-hmm. seagull, seagulls basically are shaped like a triangle. So, yeah, do you guys have any questions about my trip? Like, actual serious questions? I think we got questions? everything clarified in the middle of it. Uh, so why Eugene? Yeah. Because Mr. Krabs' name is Eugene. Uh, see, I wouldn't know that. Yeah, see, I've, never I've never seen, seen SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Okay, my bad. What, uh, what else did we want to talk about? Oh, yeah. So, <clears throat> I do some tech stuff. Mr. Just Counterfeit. And, That's the name of this story. And I got my intern... To my left, Jacob. Shut up. And my sidekick. My name is JT, you moron. Across you from absolute me. I will kill buffoon. myself before I call you JT, so that might be pretty soon, actually. I was thinking of rebranding myself once we get to college. Literally just going up to people being like, yo, what's up? My name is JT. Uh, for Jacob Tristan. Shaving my head bald. Oh. Anyway, so we recently had a contractor in here, uh, and we redid our uh, youth room at our church, and... So we were selling the old soundboard that we had, and Alan and Heath. It was it was it was pretty old, um, for six hundred. 
600 pesos, right? Uh, 600 pesos? What? No. Yeah, that's how you say it in Spanish. Anyway, was the guy was supposed to come get it last Sunday, and... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mr. Counterfeit, by the way. We're talking about Mr. Counterfeit. Okay, we will get to that. <laughs> I'm sorry. And so, uh, we have our friend here, Eric, and so he, he put it on Facebook Marketplace. He did it. Uh, the guy never showed up because it was raining, and then he showed up about an hour early today. They said 4.30. He was here around 3.00. 40. Okay, so right off the bat, that was it's like extremely a sketchy. sketchy because yeah, we couldn't have even been right here. It was, just, it was pretty sketchy. Anyway, we. So how we were, did Eric respond? Well, first he looked at he looked at me and he looked at you, and then he showed us the guy's name. We couldn't pronounce it. No, for no, the, life the, of us. the the very beginning. Oh yeah, it was weird. So we were working on some tech stuff in the booth, and Eric's like. Guys, I need your help. And I honestly thought he was having a heart attack. Yeah, it sounded like he was like about to pass out or something like, like I that. I thought just his tone of voice. Yeah, it was so weird. from the get go, it was extremely like disorienting the entire thing. And so anyway, it, it just turned out he needed help carrying the board to this guy. So then he looks, he shows us the contact name, looks at us, like, how do you pronounce that? Well, we we struggle and we fail. We never actually addressed him by his name, but it was it. It was like thirteen we, okay, characters. So we won't we won't Ramadesh. say we won't say his ethnicity. Um, but it was a very weird Indonesian name. Yeah, it was it was weird. <laughs> so we finally get down to the other side of the building where the board is, and we had told the guy to park by door six, and we look out there and we see a guy walking. I'm like, yep, that looks like a guy that would have that name. Oh yeah, it was <laughs> hilarious. So I go to because again, board. not to say what his race was, but he had a very Indonesian way of walking, <laughs> and. Um, I go to get the soundboard, and Eric and Jake, JT, my bad. Thank you. Uh, they go and meet him. So they bring him back to the offices where we had the board kept, and I could I could not really understand him. And that's just I have a bad time understanding people with accents. But oh, okay. So yeah, he had an accent, but he also spoke in like really broken English, but he spoke really fast. So like those factors just kind of added up to like us honestly not really being able to understand him very well. So like, obviously we're not trying to like. Stereotype, stereotype or, or anything, but but he he spoke in broken broken English. He wasn't like he wasn't native to America, I believe. No, because he he was he kept saying like everything costs money in America and stuff like that because everything um, costs money everywhere. Yeah, I mean that's what I said. But anyway, then now we, just give us three goats and a pig, and we'll give it to you. <laughs> so we're showing him, and he's like, everything works, right? And so Eric says, yeah, everything works, but. Uh, I was the one who would use the board, and I remembered that two of the indicator lamps, two of the ten, had burnt out. So I, I told him that because like, I'm a fair businessman yeah. in my legal line and of work. And it's fair to let him know. Yeah, because I didn't want him to well, be Well, that was like, really the only problem with the board anyways. So. Didn't want him to come back and, and that's say nothing that really affects it. Yeah, affects but with I didn't want him to come back and bite us because of, well, you said it worked, but these lights don't he work. He bit me. Um, Did you get no, a rabies shot didn't. for that? No, it would be Ebola. And yeah, I, I understand. And so, uh, we we set it up. It's really heavy, and so we get the power supply and we run the cable and plug it in. And he sees it, so he's finally convinced to take it. And he's like, knock a little bit of the price off because it's a broken. And oh, he actually said that. Yeah. Oh, and Eric's like, no, I did, we knew about it, so it's and it's not. It doesn't affect the performance. So the price is firm. And we had already negotiated. It was uh, five five fifty five sixty is. We had negotiated it down from yeah, $5 the five dollars and sixty cents. Uh, five hundred sixty. Oh. And we had negotiated it. He had negotiated <coughs> it down from the six hundred, <coughs> and then we ended up giving it to him for five fifty. So, 
couple things about this guy. First thing I noticed besides his ethnicity was he had a gigantic watch. Like Yeah, it was massive. I'm talking Rolex, but then maybe increase it by five. Yeah, three or four like it times. Was tall? It was tall, it was thick. It wasn't really yeah, no, it, it was, was more like, it was more thick and it was really about like two round. inches tall. And it was like more like was almost a small dish size. Kind of. And it was like had different it was like it was really, It was golden. It yeah. was weird. Like I'd never seen it. It was a gigantic watch. Definitely stolen. (laughs) And so then we see that. Then he goes to pull out his money and he takes his wallet out and then he kind of turns around into like the corner as he's counting it and pulling it out. So I I I just thought to myself, well, that's a little weird. Like it's five, six bills, seven. Depending. Honestly, I don't think that was intentional. I don't think it was either. But I just thought it was kind of weird. Like sure, privacy, wallet, whatever. Like, isn't that a big deal? I just thought it was, like, from all the marketplaces, experiences I've done, it wasn't that. Anyway, then he turns, and he uh, he hands it to Eric, and Eric's looking through it, and he counts it, he counts it again, he counts it a third time, and I'm like, that's weird. I saw it when he counted, it's 550. And then he turns to the guy, and he's like, this is real, right? So, yeah, so instantly, Eric was not convinced that the $100 bills were real because oh, he paid in 500s and one $50 bill. Yeah. So instantly upon Eric touching the bills, he just thought there was something off about them. Well, and I that's very reasonable too. I've handled counterfeit money. We've gotten some at Chick-fil-A. Really? And yeah, if you, like if the thing with counterfeit money is a lot of it, it's pretty obvious to tell, but like especially in a fast food restaurant, you're just taking money and shoving it in a drawer. Sure. You don't have time to check it. Yeah. But like if you're holding one in one hand and holding a real one in the other hand, they feel different. Doesn't one feel they like look paper? different. It definitely feels fake because money doesn't feel like what it is it's made, made out, out of. Because yeah. well, the other thing I was talking to Eric about because this was later, but if he he said he got the hundred straight from the bank, he stopped at the bank on the way here. He got it from the Chase. The Chase. He kept saying he got it from the Chase. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Chase and Bank. So if he got brand new hundreds, like the bank got a new shipment or something, they're not going to be as used as singles or something. So they're going to have a, a newer, like, That's true. feel to them. Yeah. I'm like, well, do we have a pen somewhere or something to check it? And So I, I leave the room and I call the accounting person uh, in the building who happened to be in the building, um, the other end. So I, I run down, I find him, I bring him back. He, we look for uh, one of the, the counterfeit pens. To make a mark, yeah, they have like those change as well. colors. Or yeah, like it's that. like golden if it's real, and it'll turn like black, like really black, black yeah, brown yeah. if it's fake. And so we couldn't find one of those, but we gave it to our accounting guy. He looked through it, and um, he said it seemed like he they said were, he'd take it. Yeah, he said he'd take the money. So I gave it back mm-hmm. to Eric, but I had not touched it yet because Eric gave it to our accounting guy, and then the accounting guy looked at it, gave it back to me, and when I, as soon as I touched, it, I was like. Okay, I see where he's coming from. It felt like Monopoly money. Yeah, so it felt it felt very papery. Um, one of the first things that I recommended as like pretty much as soon as Eric was like, "Is this real?" I I turned away and I I was like conflicted between emotions yeah, like, of like laughing and also being literally scared for my life because because I thought Eric might like get into a scuffle with this guy and then this guy would like pull out a switchblade or something. I, and it was kill us. like I I did not like I totally get where he was coming from. It's, it's, I trust in his judgment when he asked, but I was like, well, I mean, I'm assuming it's real. But yeah, it was, as yes. soon as I touched it, I 100% <clears throat> understood yeah, where he was coming Eric from. Eric is definitely, um, um, I don't know, that's the word. A uh, smart guy. Trustworthy no, guy. Um, 
reasonable guy. All of the above. Anyway, um, yeah. Shout um, out to I Eric. Guess, yeah, I guess he was reasonable in that um, assumption that maybe something was going on. Because when I it was it was weird, and I'll say like when I I held it, it was weird. So, but then gave him the uh, money. Man, man, man. What I was saying was that um, one of the first things that I suggested we do was hold it up to the light because that's the thing that, like, if you hand a restaurant or mm-hmm. any place, like, a 50 or above, um, you hold it up to the light, and then if, like, you can well, see... Well, especially because 50s and 100s, they have extra security the, measures built yeah. into them. Like, they have security strips and a whole bunch of other stuff. And Target, yeah. any bill 20 or above, they run through their counterfeit checker. They have one at every register. Wow. Yeah. So um, you can, you'll you'll be able to see like both sides at the same time. You can see through it, all that stuff. So I took one of the hundreds and I slipped it in my back pocket and I took another one and I held it up to the light and um, I could see through it. So I was like, it seems right to me. I did also at that moment understand what Eric was talking about because yes, it did feel papery, but I said it checks out in my very limited knowledge about this, which literally is confined to that fact of holding it up to the light. Mm-hmm. And also I noticed that, like, the blue strips on the 100 will, like, if you tilt it, it'll they change. They between change. the bell, I think. Yeah, like the, the Liberty Bell yeah, and the they have, like, they're something. like the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I noticed that as well, and I was like, I've literally never seen, like, a $100 bill, like... I think in person in my yeah, life. So see, like, that's I the thing about with hundreds and stuff is, like I was saying, typically you don't have anything to compare it right, to. Ones are handled a lot. Hundreds are not. They're uh-huh. used for transactions like that, and then they get put back to the bank. When ones yeah. you carry in your wallet, they get creased, all that, and they're they're used, they're circulated. Yes. Uh-huh. So yeah, I mean, I'd say Eric is is um, made a good good judgment in that. It's a good call because. I can understand because new money does feel fairly fake. Like if it's brand new, mm-hmm. flat, and everything. It, and it, it might have been the guy yeah, said that like he went he, to the chase. And nothing, know? not to like, I haven't. We have no proof that this guy it was counterfeit, but it was just an interesting experience. The whole thing was kind of sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then like Eric still wasn't one hundred percent convinced. He was still a little nervous. Um, we took it out to his truck, um, loaded it up, and everything. As we're walking back, Eric's like, "Yeah, I think we just got ripped off." And so I'm like, I kind of want to take a picture of his license plate. And Eric's like, ooh, should we? Yeah, yeah he was should. like, uh, should I mean, we? that's a yeah. smart idea, just yeah. in case. Just in case. So he does like a, a casual walk A James by Bond move. With his phone. He takes a couple pictures. Uh, an epic gamer as he's move. walking yeah. behind as he's a, he, he showed us the angle of his phone. He was like very casually holding it to his side and just like was like, <laughs> like the clicking, the, yeah. clicking the button. But, as so he went in a different door, but we didn't know that. So we were waiting. We th- Like it was a good two minutes. We thought, like, he saw him. Something happened. They were arguing. <laughs> like, it was... I was a little nervous, not going to lie. Yeah, I, I thought this man seemed fine, but he might have literally just, like, killed us. Who knows? But then that happened. We got back in. We kept going, but realistically, we uh, we think we did good. But, yeah, so um, now we gave we gave him the loose title, Mr. Counterfeit, because it was really funny. Um, yeah, so, I mean, he drove away. It wasn't a big deal. So, like, for, for like, the next 20 minutes, every, every like, two minutes, Eric would just yeah, start just, hysterically like, laughing and be like, I don't know, guys. That was kind of <laughs> weird. And it was so funny. It was, it was, and he was like, I'm really glad we had that. We had that shared experience. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he was like, he thought it was like a bonding experience I mean, between us. It was interesting, and it was really definitely funny. not gonna forget it. Ow. Another thing I'm not gonna forget, and I, 
most of you have probably heard the story, but I figured I'd uh, just set everyone straight. So. Okay, yeah, um, this is absolutely out of the blue, by the way. So this has nothing to do with anything we're talking about. Thank you. So, about, would have been 11 months ago now. 11 months. There is going to be a birthday party for this. Two weeks, something like that. August it 1st. It doesn't matter that much. Our barn burned down. And technically, technically it was my fault. And so I make a lot of jokes saying, yes, I did burn down my barn. And it was fairly hilarious. But, I, uh, yes, I did burn it down. It was not intentional. It was very intentional. You are a piece of garbage. So basically what happened. He's a budding arsonist. It, well, that is we 100% already knew that, true. But... Um, I was doing some yard work, getting rid of some leaves that had been in, like, back in corners of the barn and I got it all outside and cleaned out our hoop house and did that and then you know just a little it was a controlled fire away from everything you know as you do yeah I mean we're even in their country we have people burn their ditches and cornfields like it's it wasn't unsafe or anything um and then when we were done I actually went and put it out and like walked around just made sure everything was done what I didn't realize is that on the back side or on the side, it was it was kind of weird. I had it, it would have been at the angle of the corner of the <clears throat> barn. On the angle of the corner? Yes. And so on one of the sides, so it would have been like a 45 degree angle from the side. Um, one of the sides, we'd had a raccoon or some animal burrow underneath the barn um, during the winter. Something, sometime we hadn't filled it in yet. And it was a decent six eight inch diameter hole and apparently what we conclude is that some of the stuff ended up flying into that hole with I mean there's a slight breeze um, but it flew in there and we have no idea what was in the hole and it started on fire and so from that my dad he does a lot of woodworking so we had a bunch of wood that had been he had just collected big sheets from his work or he'd bought them because they're on sale all stacked up they were real nice and neat um, Perfect for setting a exactly. barn on fire. It was all dry wood that had been there for, I mean, throughout the the winter, so it was dry. And that entire wall just went up right away. And so... Good second take. Up to where? Neverland? <clears throat> I actually have a gay friend from Neverland. I think his name's Peter or something. Oh. In my little brother's uh, school's production of Peter Pan. He, your your guy, brother played Peter Pan. Right? No, oh. someone else did, because it was a fifth grader. Oh. He played it, because Jacob was <clears throat> only in fourth grade. <clears throat> Super gay. He had the gayest voice, and the most lackluster attitude. Extremely Like, everything he said was monotone, <clears throat> and like, <clears throat> he's supposed to, like, you know how he like, cacaws like a chicken? Cacaws! Because, no. no, I don't. Well, I don't know, but in the play, they wrote, he was supposed to say, Cockle doodle doo. doo. You're so bad at that. But like you know, it's obviously supposed to be like a war cry almost, yeah. like a screech. He just goes cockle doodle doo in that exact tone. It was this hilarious. Wow, sounds like you could be uh, Peter Pan yourself. Don't you wear little green tights for hey, fun? Hey, that's supposed to stay between us. <laughs> so anyway, your uh, face just changed really fast. That was funny. So, is there anything else you want to talk about with your barn? We live in the middle of nowhere, so it took... The middle of nowhere. It took a decent amount of time. We had three different fire departments there. We had Morris, uh, represent, and then Yorkville and Newark, who roughly all got there around the same time. 
And it was interesting because it was August 1st. I mean, everything's cornfields around us. 1999, right? Um, mm-hmm. No, actually, it was 2001. Oh, okay. Um, World and Trade Center? Yes. September 11th? Uh, August 1st. I thought we've established oh, okay. this. And so, Jacob, who lives pretty close, he was able to see the like smoke. Like five minutes away. Right? You able to see the smoke from Yeah, the oh yeah. No, the smoke was really thick and super black. And our friend who lives down the road from me, uh, was she able to see it? Yes, she did. Yeah, uh, she did say that she could see. Al, as we'll call her, was able um. to see it. And then our other friend from youth group here, uh, who also lives semi-close, about eight minutes away, depending on how fast you drive, was able to see it from their house. So it was, I mean, a big old barn fire we had. Bunch of stuff burn. Big old barn fire. Including all of his livestock. Yes. Yeah. All, all of his cows. Like all of his cows. All the cows, yeah. Down the drain. Just went up. <clears throat> just went up in smoke. Yeah. So that was an experience, but... So technically, well, yes. You got, you got lung cancer from that, right? Um, I did. They operated. You were in the barn when you set on fire. Like, you were yeah, li- maliciously... the matches. Well, yeah, you were, like, gasoline. maliciously spreading kerosene all over it, right? Well, it's interesting because I... That's not interesting at all. The interesting thing was that it was How actually was gasoline, not kerosene. Yes, it was oh. gasoline. And well, kerosene so, burns faster, but you the thing moron. Is, but wanted, you absolute idiot. He wanted the idiot. livestock to suffer. Oh, okay. And himself, apparently, because he contracted lung cancer. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah we all have lung it was, <laughs> I kind of didn't like it. The fire department got there, and they kind of just moseyed along. Like, oh, they, really? You didn't like when you burned your barn down? Hmm, let's think about that. And so they they were like, "Yep, there's a fire." And I mean, oh, 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 really? There oh, was there's a, a fire. fire. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah! But wow, <laughs> good firemen, huh? They, they didn't try to put it out or anything, and uh, I mean, they did they did put it out eventually, but it wasn't like save the barn. And it just it by the time they were the barn done, was it gone. Was, it was yeah. gone. It, and yeah. So while it technically yes fire was burns. my fault, it was not. Malicious or intentional, or yeah, of course. And anything. Nathaniel's family, yeah, of course, they were like, "Well, what the heck?" You know, our barn burned down, but they they never held anything against Nathaniel because, n- okay, a little bit, but because it was technically your fault. But it's like everybody understands that you absolutely did not mean to do that at all. It was obviously not intentional. It was a complete accident, and you thought you were like. The, like the weeds that you'd been burning and all that, you thought those were like out for a long yeah, time. Yeah, so I'm not sure what you happened. You had no idea. Um, and of course, no one really knows what happened. It's more of like speculation that that's the only thing fire related that was like happening throughout the day. And it's just, Andrew, please keep your shirt on. Um, and yeah, so, and yeah, every. Everyone likes to, to tease Nathaniel about it, of course. I mean, me, I mean, me pretty yeah, me much too. the most, um, other than his family. We're going to write a parody to AJR's Burn the House Down. We burn the barn down. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we With uh, cows screaming instead of trumpets. Yeah, we go yes. burn the whole barn down. Goats screaming, dude. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I really didn't need to hear yeah, that. Yeah, I'm going to cut that. <laughs> so, Among other yeah, nobody, hold, nobody holds that against you, Nathaniel. It's just a really... Really big meme. Yeah, pretty much. And they're actually going to have a what this year? Uh, so my birthday, my and my two siblings' birthday, all fall in the month of August. Um, and so. And now, so does this beautiful anniversary. Yes. So we're going to have, uh, towards the beginning of August, our first annual barn burning birthday bash. 
Um, and so that'll be where they will annually burn their new barn down every, yes, every year. year. We're going to have a new barn. money. Yeah. Built and something's going to happen. We sh- like you should, uh, this year, you this should year build a bunch of tiny barns out of popsicle sticks and let people burn them down. So that would actually be Thank really you for fun. volunteering for that, Andrew. I'm, I'm not going to make those. I'm, I'll burn them down, though. I'm going to put you in charge of both aspects. <laughs> I think we need a disclaimer at the beginning. No Everything reason. that we say is all in good fun. Please do not give us death threats, for nothing we say is, should be taken yeah, seriously. Leave the death threats to ourselves. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we joke about a deaths. lot. Yeah. We joke about... Offensive. Lot. What about the defensive things? Well, offensive things. We'll just leave that to the football players. Inappropriate things. Um, but honestly, we uh, we all do it in good fun, and we don't really mean a lot of things. Most of it's just stereotypical or racist jokes that are fun to fun to poke fun at. Fun. So, yeah. So, if we say fun more, will you believe us? So It's just fun. Basically, fun. yeah, we did a disclaimer at the beginning of episode 1. And this is this is our disclaimer for episode 2. We should have a disclaimer like stand. this episode is particularly good fun. Welcome back to the different normal podcast. For everything is highly offensive. Warning, if you this are episode small, is slightly more offensive than usual. If that scares you, turn this off right now. If you are a small child or somebody who can't hold it in their bowels, please leave now. This will upset you. Drink responsibly and listen using headphones. Please, please, God, please listen with headphones. <laughs> This has been the different normal podcast. So yeah, to round out to round out this episode. So I want to talk about um, a couple of cool things. Uh, on my trip, very very early into my trip, uh, Nathaniel released um, or uploaded podcast number one. So and that prompted me because I was waiting for for something I guess, uh, and that was enough for me apparently. Um, and I uh, I created uh, a Twitter and an Instagram for a podcast. So if you guys, um, I know I promoted a lot of my own Snapchat story, if you guys are like like personal friends of mine or whatever. Um, and then I, I, I stopped because Nathaniel was bullying me about it. Um, but Did yeah, you, so. You, you promoted it four times in like Two hours. No. Uh-uh. Yes. It was, okay, I waited. I did it at the end of each day, and one day I did it at the beginning of the day. So it wasn't like... It wasn't Which, that, yeah, but like wasn't when we saw it, it was like we tapped through four in a row. Well, okay, still. It wasn't like that for me, and yes, I, I got excited about it and stuff because I really wanted to like start off the bat with um, like a good small following base. Obviously, I don't expect anything huge really right off the bat but so we are our instagram is literally just the different normal podcast um and our uh like at the different normal podcast and then our our twitter um appears to be that one was weird it did not let me put in our like at or whatever but our at is um at the different no one so like the different number one but like no one so the different no one um and then our Instagram is just the different normal podcast. And I'll, I believe on one of those social media sites, I think it's Instagram, you can choose to also post that on Twitter. So um, I'll probably just use that feature or whatever and post everything I make to Instagram to Twitter simultaneously because I think you can do that. Um, but yeah, so I'll probably, I'm just assuming that I'm going to use that for just to advertise when our podcasts are out, like who, like whatever, if, if you're a follower or whatever. Um, yeah. So that's that's that I guess um I created social media for us go follow it if you haven't yet um and you're listening to this or whatever and go ahead and 
recommend our podcast and our whatever our uh, social media to other people if you think they'd enjoy it. Our um, our random fact of the day actually relates to a topic we touched on on this podcast. Uh, Ooh, whales. That's a lot. Oh, uh, whales. Um, whales. So. I chose this random fact of the day way, way back when, like a long time ago, um, and I did not know we'd be talking about whales when this one came around, but uh, whale hearts weigh around 430 pounds. You can walk around in them. Interesting. Um, okay, and then a random, a random question. Percent of an egg's weight is the shell? 16%. No, but very close. 30%. 16.5%. No. 12%. Yes. Yeah, got it. First try. Um, yeah, 12% of an egg's weight is the shell. No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's how that works. Shout out to a trumpet zebra. Oh, you're about to play something, aren't you? Oh, you piece of garbage. What are you going to play? <laughs> and there you have it, folks. Um... We have been the podcast guys with the Different Normal Podcast. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. Um, we're still kind of getting our feet, getting our grounds, trying to make some stuff official, like like our name or pictures or whatever, um, and all that. So, yeah, um, that's all I got. Anyone else have any closing remarks? Nope. I think it was a good way to wrap it up. I think that's pretty good. Andrew? I still want a sandwich. There it is. There it is. Bye. Bye. Bye.